Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in the First Love Church, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward-Mills. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Behold the darkness shall cover the earth And gross darkness cover the people But the Lord shall arise Are you sure you're excited to be in church? Would you like some ministrations? Clap your hands, make some noise as we welcome the Greater Love Choir!
your hands together one more time for the wonderful Greater Love Choir. Now turn to your neighbor and tell someone it's testimony time. Put your hands together as we welcome Jennifer to share a powerful testimony this afternoon. Jennifer, tell us, what has the Lord done for you? So my testimony today is about how I found favor through putting God first. Wow, how you found favor through putting God first. Yes, Uh, so um, it all started when I went to university to do my master's at Leeds and I studied immunity infection and human disease. And I was a lukewarm Christian. Sorry, you studied what? (laughs) I studied immunity infection and human disease. Immunity infection and human disease, wow. Uh, So I was a lukewarm Christian. I was raised in a Christian home. So I knew of God, but I kind of battled with like the flesh and spirit. And I gave in to the flesh more times than often. So like I was, had worldly friends. Um, I clubbed, I drank. Um, Also, I didn't frequently go to church. And so, yeah. So basically, battling this flesh and spirit became so overwhelming for me. And um, I went to my elder. So I did go to First Love Leeds. Um, so I spoke to her and she said, uh, pray for the will of God to be done. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray for strength. So I did. And a couple of weeks later, um, the desires that I had, I no longer had. So I put that to the side. I put my worldly relationship to the side and I just fixed my eyes on God. And through that, I found favor with my supervisor, with my mentors. Um, And I was also got to present my work at a scientific conference in Glasgow. And no one, yeah, no one ever, no one got to do that. And so by the grace of God, I'm going to graduate with a distinction. Wow. Put your hands together. You will be distinguished in this life as you put God first. So Jennifer, what would you like to tell us today? Um, I would just encourage everyone to make sure you continue to put God first in your life. And, you know, he will order your steps and you'll find favor. He's a faithful God and I'm just so grateful. Wow. Put your hands together for a wonderful testimony. And keep clapping as we welcome Lady Pastor Natalie to share a powerful testimony with us today. Wow. Tell us, what has the Lord done for you? Um, I'd like to share a testimony about how having faith in the prophet's prayers helped me to pass my driving test. Wow, how having faith in the prophet's prayers has helped you to pass your driving test. Um, So um, this week I did my driving test and prior to that I had attempted the driving test six times. Six times? Yes. So I had failed it six times and it was getting very discouraging and very, very sad Sometimes I would, I had scheduled the test and I wouldn't tell anyone because I was scared that if I failed, they'll ask me, how did your test go? And I have to say I failed. So so I did, I think once or twice I did it in secret. So um, (laughs) this week um, on the morning of my test, 
I decided to put on um, the prophet's um, message, having faith in the grace of God. And in that message, he talks about what grace is. And he says that grace is almost like what the world would call being lucky. And um, it's about being, getting something that you don't deserve. And um, in the message, he tells everyone to write down seven things that they want God to give them by grace. Um, so the, I had listened to the message before that. So um, the first time I listened to the message, I wrote down my seven things. And this week when I listened to it again, I went back to my notes and I realized that one of the things I had written about a month ago was that I wanted to pass my driving test. So when I saw that on the morning of the test, I said, this is it. I have to pass this time. This time I'm really passing. So I went for the test and um, I, I didn't know how it went. Afterwards, when he was about to tell me the result, I wasn't sure whether I had passed or failed. And he said, I'm pleased to tell you that you have passed your driving test. Wow! Every failure in your life is being turned around in Jesus' name. So what else did he say? The amazing thing is that after he said that, he said, but you've been very lucky. And I wanted to tell him that it's grace, but of course he doesn't know what grace is. But I knew that it was the grace of God that had helped me to pass. Yeah. Fantastic. So what would you like to tell us today, Natalie? Um, I would just like to encourage all of you that there is power in the prayers and that you should have faith in God and have faith in the prophet that he has set over this house because we're his children, which means that we're more entitled to the prophecies and to the prayers. So believe in them and believe in them with all your heart. Wow. Put your hands together for another powerful testimony. Are you guys tired of the ministrations? Would you like some more? Would you like some singing? Would you like some anointed singing? Then clap your hands as we welcome Sarah. Oh. 
shall promote thee. She shall bring you to honor when you embrace her. She shall give to thine head an ornament of praise. A crown of glory shall be yours. Receive my instruction. Rather than silver, receive knowledge. Rather than gold, all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared to her. Wisdom is the principle. Get with 
We're not close anymore. We don't talk anymore. We don't text anymore. Don't chat anymore. We don't love anymore. We're not happy anymore. We don't smile anymore. Don't laugh anymore. We don't kiss anymore. We don't touch anymore. We don't hug anymore. Oh God, help me, please. Now we have so many arguments. Two people who don't agree. We could have been happy together. We could have enjoyed each other, but there is no more love. So much mistrust and accusations. Oh Lord, I need the key to my love, the key of humility. Oh God, help me, please. I need to be humble and to flow. I don't wanna destroy my relationship. We're not close anymore. We don't talk anymore. We don't text anymore. Don't chat anymore. We don't love anymore. We're not happy anymore. We don't smile anymore. Don't laugh anymore. We don't kiss anymore. We don't touch anymore. We don't hug anymore. Oh God, help. Anymore. We don't text anymore. Don't chat anymore. We 
don't love anymore. We're not happy anymore. We don't smile anymore. Don't laugh anymore. We don't kiss anymore. We don't touch anymore. We don't hug anymore. Oh God, help me, please. Someone 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again. Oh, I cannot feel your excitement. I am pleased to announce to you that Bishop Richard Ayi is back in the house today. And just like a loving father, he knows exactly what we need. Amen. Amen. And I believe today we shall hear a word in season. Do you believe it as well? Are you excited? Then make some Holy Ghost noise. Clap your hands as we welcome to the pulpit Bishop Richard Aye. Okay, let us pray. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this afternoon. Thank you for this opportunity and privilege to be in church and in your presence. Let your will be done amongst us. Let your perfect will be done amongst us, Lord. Come and dwell amongst us, Holy Spirit, and guide us today in the name of Jesus. I want to lift up your two hands and just pray to God for a little while asking for the Holy Spirit. Just a little while. Don't get tired of praying. Just speak. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Ask God for the Holy Spirit. Pray. Pray. Close your eyes and pray. Ask God for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray. Pray. Don't whisper. Speak it. Ask for more of the Spirit. More and 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 more. Thank you, Jesus. Pray that you'll be filled with the Holy Spirit. You will 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 have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you, dwelling in you, filling you up, filling you up, filling you up, filling you up. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Pray. Asking him for the Holy Spirit. Shandala bakiba kabakanda la bakaba la bahita la bataba paladi basta paladi basta we are praying for the holy spirit so pray for the holy spirit shabakapa la badaba la badiba kapa la bahataya paledo zimasta paledi bikapa paledi stayande la deresti la deresti la deresti la dima kaba la bakabo la badiba kapolaba Tabadista, 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 
Tabadeista, Masanda Labakiba Kapastata, Parando Lobo Shiba Laba Diba Kapa Labahata, Pledei, Mayadei, 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 Madeima, 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 Kapatastaya. Thank you, Father, for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. We receive it. We say thank you, Lord, for your great mercy and your great blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Good to see all of you again. Wow. Um, I think I missed a couple of Sundays, isn't it? Okay, so I was in Bulgaria. And then I was in Maputo. Do you know where Maputo is? You don't know which country Maputo is in? Maputo is in Mozambique. Okay. So Mozambique for um, Mountain of the Lord um, Convention with our sister denomination, Primero Amor. Um, that's, that's Portuguese for first love. Okay. So uh, we had a very blessed time. And a very powerful time. Um, the, we had delegates from Guinea-Bissau, from Angola, uh, from Brazil, and uh, from Mozambique itself. Yes, yeah, so you have wonderful sisters and brothers there. So next time you want to go on holiday, you can choose Maputo. You'll be very happy. They'll be very nice to you. They'll treat you well. Hallelujah. And then from Mozambique, where have I been? I was in Ukraine. I was in Ukraine. I was in Kiev for a camp. And um, we had also a good camp there. That's First Love Camp. Um, They're also doing well. Um, Their pastor was appointed a pastor yesterday. That's um, Jacqueline. She's a medical student. Fifth year, I think. Fifth year or sixth year? Fifth year. Which year are you in? Fifth year, I think. Yeah. I think she's in fifth or sixth year. One of them. Yeah, so she's organized a very powerful camp. And um, it was an awesome time. And then from Ukraine, I was in Ghana. Wow. Yes. I was in Ghana for, um, for a meeting. Okay, so I got back. What day is today? Sunday. So it was yesterday, isn't it? Yeah, yesterday. So I got back yesterday. At We landed at 5.30 a.m. Yeah, so um, and yesterday we had church service. So here we are. Okay, so everybody is fine everywhere in the world. And um, God is working on everybody, just as he's working on you. And you're also serving God diligently. Are you serving God diligently? You must serve God diligently. Don't be wishy-washy in the faith. Always be hot. Be hot, be alive, be alert, and be um, very focused when you are serving God. I mean, if you are serving God, I mean, if you are not sure of what you are doing. Yeah, so, when you are serving God, be very focused, be diligent, and be um, very devoted to what you do. Whatever you are doing, be serious about it because uh, time is moving very fast, isn't it? 
when you hear when you hear of um, all the meetings I'm mentioning to you, all this is like within a short time, but things are happening. So don't be left behind. Don't be left behind. Don't take your time and do things when you're working for God. Always be on the move. On the move fast, concentrating, and with strength. And you'll be greatly blessed. Okay. So let's continue sharing on what we've been talking about. We've been talking about what? Praying for the Holy Spirit, isn't it? Which is one of the great things that you can ever do for yourself as a Christian is to pray for the Holy Spirit. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 11. Luke 11. Have you found Luke 11? Verse number, verse number, number five. Okay. Someone's waking up time. (laughs) You beat your alarm this time. You woke up before it went off. Luke 11 verse 5. Which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine in his journey has come to me and I have nothing to set before him. How many of you have had visitors before you didn't have anything in your house? Wow. Unexpected, unannounced visitors, isn't it? Yes. If I ever visit you, you know I wouldn't announce, isn't it? I'll just appear. How many of you are aware of that? Yeah, that's my style. I'll just appear. So always have something that I wouldn't eat anyway, but have it so that you know that when I came, you offered me something. Yeah, so don't worry. When you're offering, don't worry because I don't eat. Messy. He's lent me three loaves, but it said, I have nothing said before. Verse 7, and he from within shall answer and say, trouble me not. The door is now shut and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because, because he's his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. Are you following? Verse 9, and I say unto you, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth. He that seeketh findeth. And he that knocketh, it shall be opened. So ask, seek, and knock. Because there are rewards for all these efforts. Then verse 11, he says that if a son shall ask bread, of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if you shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If ye then being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? This is a very um, heartwarming um, statement from Jesus Christ that if we ask the Heavenly Father for the Holy Spirit, he will give us the Holy Spirit. So, based on this scripture, I would advise everybody to pray for the Holy Spirit every day. 
Every day, ask for the Holy Spirit. Ask for more of the Holy Spirit. Don't stop praying for the Holy Spirit after you've started speaking in tongues. That the fact that you've received the Holy Spirit baptism or the baptism of the Spirit, so you stop praying for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit every day because there are different dimensions and aspects of the Holy Spirit that you need in your life. You need to have him. He has to be there. He has to increase in your life, increase his influence in your life, increase his work in your life. Some of the deficiencies that you see, um, maybe you may not even call it a deficiency, but some of the um, struggles, even though sometimes it sounds right and perfect to you, um, that I have to be this way, I have to take this stance, I have to do this, is usually the absence of the work and the influence of the Holy Spirit in your life that makes you the way you are. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. And some of the, some of the opinions that sometimes you, you form, non-scriptural opinions, you know those non-scriptural opinions, but that you are so strong about, you feel so strong about them. Again, it's also the absence of the Holy Spirit. Because when you have the Holy Spirit, he will teach you. He will teach you the scriptures. He will soften your heart. He would uh, perhaps, perhaps help you to believe more. Believe more and do more things. Because sometimes, sometimes you hear people um, debating. How many of you have friends that sometimes you enter into arguments and debates? Senseless ones, senseless, senseless, and it's it's all it's all evidence of um, people who are destitute of the Holy Spirit. They don't have the Holy Spirit, so they they sort of have arguments, debates, reasonings, very opinionated over things that are not based on Scripture. Just just reasoning, just reasoning. It's like, this is how I feel. This is what I think. What do you think? Based on this, you know that. But, you know, when you have the influence and the work of the Holy Spirit in your life, you, 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 you're more inclined to have understanding of the word of God. And you will have the word of God more in you, be guided more by the word of God, be influenced by the word of God, and be greatly affected by the word of God. Everything you do will be based on scriptures and you will love scriptures. You have conviction from scriptures to do things because of what the Bible is saying. So let's pray, for, let's really pray for the Holy Spirit and continue praying for the Holy Spirit to have more of his work and more of his influence in our lives. We are, we are talking now from um, about the Holy Spirit from 2 Timothy chapter 1. If I remember well, that was the last thing we talked about. 2 Timothy chapter 1. It says that Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, according to the promise of life, which is in Christ Jesus. May you become apostles of Jesus Christ. It is by the will of God. To Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. Verse 3. I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience that without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day. How many of you pray night and day? Or you only pray during the day? Or you pray at night? He prays night and day. Okay, so this is like an encouragement uh, for you to be able to pray 
night and day. And to, verse three, verse three, to be able to pray to pray night and day, and to pray for people night and day. You know, your friends that are struggling to to be a Christian, pray for him night and day. Pray for him night and day. The best thing that you can ever do, uh, especially those of us who are Basenta leaders or leaders or pastors, is to learn how to pray and to increase our prayers. You see, the more you pray, the more effective you become as a Christian and even as a Christian leader. You need more prayer. You need to pray and you need to believe in prayer. And you see, when, when prayer is also prescribed to you as a Christian, really believe in prayer because uh, without, without prayer, nothing is, nothing is achievable. Nothing. When I say nothing, I mean nothing. You, you can't do anything without prayer. Everything is done by prayer. Before you make any move, you take any step, make sure that you are deeply steeped in prayer. Be a praying person. Someone who prays. Anything you do, even if, even, if, even if you have two seconds before you do something, pray before you do it. Even that, that two seconds, let's, let, let the action be preceded by prayer. Say something to God before you move. Say something to God before you take a step. Don't just get excited and, and be like someone who has feelings. I feel like this. No, pray. There's a difference between a praying, a praying Christian and a non-praying person. And so learn, sometimes you just pray perhaps once in the day. Learn how to pray night and day. Night and day. Continuously praying. Pray about things. You see things given in. And you see things changing. Things that are not changing are usually because there isn't much prayer. Hallelujah. Verse 4. Greatly desiring to see thee being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy. Verse 5. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, I am persuaded that in thee also. Now here, he's saying something that's very interesting. Uh, It looks as though when your grandmother believes in God, your mother also believes in God and serves God well. It affects you. Uh, I think it's true to a large extent because you usually become what we see. There are a lot of things that we imbibe, accept, based on where we are growing up or what is happening around us. You know, when you see people serving God, you grow up serving God and choosing to serve God. When you don't see it, you also grow up feeling totally lost. Here, Timothy has a, a grandmother that is called Lois and has a mother who is called Eunice. And uh, Paul is saying that he remembers the unfeigned faith, that is the pure faith that his grandmom had and his mother had. I'm sure maybe they were all in the church. So he knew them, that this is mom, daughter, and now there's a son. He said, just, just by the way, his grandmother is and his mother is here. So he means that Timothy's mother is called Eunice, isn't it? Oh, wow. I've never thought of it, but it's true. That's what it means. Mom Eunice. He's persuaded that he'll be the same. So it's like you can see someone's parents and determine what the person is like or what the person is going to be like. Yeah. 
that's what he's saying here, that just by looking at the parents, the grandparents, the, the mother, he can tell what Timothy is also going to be like. Because the Bible says that train up the child in the way that he should go. And when he grows, he will not depart from it. Um, some of you have tried, you've tried to be unbelievers before. How many of you have tried to be unbelievers? Yes. But your grandma was praying for you. Your mother was praying for you. Isn't it? Yeah. So you claim that you were dragged to church when you were growing up. So when you got to a certain age, you felt like I've had enough. I've had enough of this church thing. But you could you could say you couldn't go far. You tried to have enough, but you came back for more. Yeah. It's because someone someone has been praying for you. Someone has so, someone has someone has prayed to God and served God and served God for you. You may not know. Maybe your mother has given offerings and done things and said to God that, God, this is for my son. God, this is for my daughter. God, let my daughter serve you. Let my son serve you. People, people, people have done things that you don't know. So there you are now. You tried to go, but you couldn't go because there's a stronger power that is holding and bringing you back to God and bringing you back to him. So perhaps you should also serve God now properly for the sake of your children. Yeah, really serve God and really love him and do things for God so that your children will be saved. So your children will not say that they've had enough, but they will stay. May your children be pastors. Amen. And your children be apostles, Amen. evangelists. Amen. And may your children be great missionaries. Amen. You see, imagine your children growing up and, and seeing you on the mission field and you telling them that you, stu- you studied in London. They'll be wondering, where is London? But you're telling them about London. You studied in London. You did this. You did that in London. But there they are. They've met you on the mission field. All they know are those people that you are with over there. All they will learn and know is that I also have to be a preacher. I also have to win souls. I also have to save souls. As they grow up, looking at you, seeing the unfeigned faith that is in you, 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 you sort of secure the salvation of your children. Because you'll be telling them about London, but they don't know about London. They wouldn't know. All they'll see is the mission field, and they will learn that it is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. I pray that your children will not be rebellious. I pray that you don't give birth to rebellious children. So don't be rebellious now. And don't be rebellious towards God. Serve God. With great devotion. So your children will look on and see that, wow, this is, this is how life is supposed to be. This is what life is supposed to be. You know, when you grow up in a place, a place where what? No problem. I don't want to say it. I just changed my mind about what I was going to say. Yeah. But um, I pray that your salvation will affect your children and your world because I can see the salvation. You know, a rebellious person is likely to produce rebellious people around in your, in your life. So pray you don't become rebellious. Don't be rebellious to authority. Don't be rebellious to, um, to God and to the word of God. Otherwise, you'd be surprised. Your children will do the same to you. Yes. So don't do certain things so that you won't reap it. Because it's a law of life. 
that you reap what you sow. Pray for mercy for all the things you've rebelled against and all the bad things you've done. Pray for mercy so that it doesn't happen to you. I was telling you one day I was sitting with a couple. I mean, a grown-up couple. They're in their 50s. I think they're in their 50s. Yes, they're in their 50s. And their daughter had gone to play around. You understand playing? Yes. So, some things are based on parental discretion. Parents have to decide. They have to choose what they want. So I said, well, though it's been brought on my table, I need to tell you so that you, you decide what you want to do. And I remember as we were talking, this girl's father was so angry. And to my surprise, her mother kept laughing at a very serious thing. So at a point... At a point, she just said, she just said to her husband, I don't understand why you are so incensed over this thing. Have you forgotten what you did to me? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe she said it. She said it right there in my office. Right there. Right there. Right there. He said, he said why? Why are you so, I mean... I mean, it's like, why, why, is so, why, why, is, why is so mad over this issue? Have you, for, have you forgotten? It's like, have you forgotten? Have you forgotten how old I was? What you introduced me to? How you trained me? How you coached me? How you sport me? Today someone is training your daughter. You are, you are so, you are, I mean, it's like he, he wanted to storm out of the office. I don't know whether he wanted to rip the guy apart. But his wife said, calm down. Calm down. Calm down. We've been there before. She actually said, do you know what she actually, she actually said to him, I'm also, I was also someone's daughter. Ooh, spicy. No, he wasn't having it at all. She was trying to, she was trying to come. And she was laughing. She was really laughing at her husband. Yes. She was just saying that, look, we seem to be reaping what we sowed many years ago. Pray for mercy every day. Because as I'm talking, some of you will, like, will not like some things to happen to your daughters. But whatever you did was also to someone's daughter. Yes. Now you're thinking of your daughter. When your first child is a, is a girl, pray about it. As soon as you get pregnant, start praying. Those who are sports people's children ruin their foundation. Introduce them to evils. Yeah. With your innocent mask. Pray. Pray. As soon as you see your first girl, pray. 
whether she counts as number two or your first girl, start interceding. My goodness. Because some people have been born before her. Her trainers have been born before her. They are in the system. They are in the system. Yes. Just as you are, you are also in the system. No, this woman, she really laughed at her husband. I mean, by the time they were leaving my office, both of them were now laughing. He was not telling that, Bishop, it's okay. We'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. It's okay. Now you're in your twenties. Soon, soon you'll be fifty, and your children, your child will be in their twenties. <laughs> I was like, pray for mercy, pray for mercy, pray for mercy. Because it looks as though just as it works for unfeigned faith, it also works for feigned faith. Mm-hmm. May you escape every bad seed you have ever sown. You escape it. Because when you think about it, you, you won't like it, isn't it? Kenan, I mean, will you like it for your daughter? You won't like it, isn't it? I don't know what you've done, but I just think you won't like it. <laughs> I have a feeling that you won't like it. Even the sisters, even the sisters, you, you also won't like it. Even what you have done, you also won't like you. Would you like your daughter to do what you have done? Or what you did? Yes. I don't know what you've done, but it looks as though you won't like it. I, just, I have a feeling that you won't like it. So, give them to God before they are born. Yes. Say, Lord, there's a word you, have, you call mercy. Give me mercy and not judgment. Mercy. Yes, mercy. Mercy. Because... It seems as though some things happen. May your children be prophets. May they be apostles. May they be evangelists. May they be pastors and teachers. May they be preachers. Okay, so stop every bad thing too now. Verse 6. You said not to change this verse anymore. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. There's a gift in you, okay? Verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. Can you give us both 6 and 7 together? Very quickly. Before I change your name from darling to sister. <laughs> Wherefore I put thee, listen, 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 we're reading, we're reading the Bible. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Now, this verse is saying something very important to us. It's saying that there's a gift in us. You understand? It's like you have an ability. A gift is like an ability. 
So you have an ability, you have something that you use to work for God and to serve God. And he said that thing, for that thing to function, you, it functions not by the spirit of fear. A lot of gifts are not used because of the spirit of fear. A lot of people have not answered the call and responded to the call because of the gift, because of the spirit of fear. But the gift is there. The calling is there. The talent is there. The ability is there. But it is not used. Sometimes some, some people, it's not used at all. Others, it's not used to a certain extent because of the spirit of fear. Because they stir it up. Because God has not given us the spirit of fear. Use it. Because God has not given us a spirit of fear. The reason why you will not be using it is because of the spirit of fear. And fear is a spirit. We're talking about spirits. This discussion is about spirits. It's about what spirit you have. What spirit you're operating in. When you see someone shying away from the work of God. Shying away from the things of God. It is not a positive spirit. It is not a positive spirit. It's the Bible says that many are called. Many are called. A lot, of, a lot of people have gifts. They have talents. A lot of people can sing. It's not only Marcella who can sing in the church. A lot of people can sing. Plenty of people can sing. Lots. Do you understand lots? Do you understand plenty? Do you understand many? Many people can sing and can sing well. Many people can stand on a Sunday morning and sing five songs back to back. Many people can do it, but there are some that aren't doing it because of the spirit of fear. Because they are not using and walking in the spirit that they have to walk in to be able to use the gift that is in them. They say, stir up the gift that is in you. Stir it up. Stir, stir up. Let the gift, let the gift come alive in you. But when there is, when there is fear, you don't use the gift. You don't use it. You come to church, you warm, you warm the chair, and then you go home. When you feel you've warmed it enough, then you even get up and leave. Because you feel the chair is the chair is suffering. Yeah. But you say that God stir the gift up because God has not given us the spirit of fear. The, well, the best ways to stir, to stir your gift up is, is by using it. The more you use, the more you use the gift and the ability and the grace and the call that God has given you, the better you become. You just get better and better and better and better and better. And you see, when the spirit of fear enters into you, it gives you, it, it, it has different manifestations. I think the last time we talked about the spirit of fear a bit. Yeah, different, different manifestations of the spirit of fear. You see people who are depressed. They look angry, low mood. Is it depression, low mood, low energy, loss of energy, no strength, no drive, loss of interest. Have you seen loss of interest? Loss of interest in the things of God. It's like I used to be like that, but I don't feel like doing I am in church all right. I'm in church all right, but I don't do what I used to do. Or I haven't advanced and progressed in my Christian life. It's, it's a loss of, it's a, it's, a form of, it's a form of fear. It's a form of evil spirit. 
that is controlling and influencing and working in you. You will think you have everything. When you think about it, you have a good reason why you are the way you are. But it doesn't make it right. Everybody has an explanation for how they've become. Or what they are doing or what they are not doing. When the devil was talking to Jesus in that temptation for him to forsake his call, his ministry, and his role, he was, he was speaking English with him or Hebrew, whatever language they were speaking. But they were speaking in a language that they understand. And he was giving him reasons that you are hungry. Turn stones into bread and eat. Are you not hungry? But the fact that the fact that you can justify an action does not make it right. Does not make it right. You have to rather ask yourself that what is going to be the effect, the result of this move? Then you will know what is influencing you, what is leading you, what is guiding you. So the spirit of fear really stops people from serving God and from working for God. So now, when you pray for the Holy Spirit, one of the things that will happen in your life is that you experience the spirit of power, the spirit of love, and the spirit of a sound mind. Now, when we talk about spirits, are you listening to me? When, when does something become a spirit? Or when would we say that it's a spirit that is working in this person? I'll tell you. When you can't explain it away. When it doesn't make sense. When, when, you, don't, when you don't even know why you are doing what you are doing. And why you like doing what you are doing. Then it means that a spirit has taken over. Especially when you want to stop, but you can't stop. And then also, when you enjoy doing it, and there is no tired, you see, it's like, it's like, you're not tired. I'm not tired because I preached yesterday and I'm preaching today. I'm not tired. At all. At all. I can actually preach to you. I can actually preach to you now until 10 p.m. If you will stay. I'm not tired. I'm not tired because I came off a flight and came to church. I'm not tired. No, 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 no. Don't make that mistake. I'm not tired. I'm rather, I'm rather thinking of what next. Yeah. Hmm. Why, why am I like that? It means that a certain spirit is at work in me. That, make, that doesn't make me feel tired of church things. I don't feel tired of church things. I rather feel tired of people who are tired. Yeah. So sometimes for them not to affect my speed and my movement, I shift myself away from them. Otherwise they'll hold me back. I rather become tired and irritated by people who are slow 
and people who are into celebrations. Do you understand celebration? It's like with that, with that, it's like you, you achieve one height and then it's like you are, you are so happy. When there are more things to do, they, they, they wear me out. They wear me out. Because we are not in heaven yet. When we get to heaven, we'll have a party. I mean, we'll, we'll dance, we'll celebrate, we'll be very happy there when we get to heaven. Come on, heaven, not here. Not here. Even if we have a service at Wembley Stadium or Old Trafford, what's the biggest stadium in England? Wembley. 90,000, okay. Oh, we have a service in Wembley. We are still on earth. When we finish, we have to ask ourselves, what can we do next? What can we do next? Okay, what can we, what can be done next? Never, you see, don't, don't feel tired or resigned when you cross a certain mark in life. Don't, don't, don't. As soon as you cross the line, ask yourself, what next? What next? What can be done? Is this the best? So that is when you see that you are operating under a certain spirit. When, when what you are doing is not natural. Or naturally, that's not how it is. Have you not wondered whether the dancing stars don't get tired? They're always jumping in front of us. Always jumping. You even wonder, what do they eat? Yes, I was asking Daniela, what do they eat? What, what do they eat? And how many times do they eat? <laughs> yeah. You see them jumping, they go into the air, drop on the floor. I mean, I don't know, I don't know whether you tried the other day, the thing I did, kneeling down and get up. You, you see, no, you see that it's not Yes. Cliff, did you try it? You tried it. You thought it wasn't easy. Yes. But it's, but see, some of you just say, it's dancers, but it's a spirit. It's the spirit of God on them. That makes, that makes them do things with such energy and joy. That's why they are attractive to you. That's why they are attractive. That's why you like seeing them. You always want to see them, isn't it? How many of you like to see them again before we go home? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. It does the same thing when you see somebody into all sorts of things. And he can't, like the person say, he, he, he can't control himself or he can't explain. Then, then there's a spirit at work. There's a spirit at work. Because you sit down, you will talk, you will explain, you will warn, you will threaten. I've, I've warned people, I've threatened them, but they can't help it. That's, that, is, that is when I knew that there's a spirit. It's not the person. Because when you tell a child, stop, the child may not stop. But when you, when you even smack the child or raise your voice, the child will not, ah, it's serious. It's not, it's, not, it's not a joke. I thought it was a joke, but it's not a joke. Immediately they stop. 
But there are people you do everything. You even curse them. They'll walk into the curse. It's as though curse is like a shower. Yes. Yeah. That's a spirit. That is a spirit. Telling lies, fornicating, masturbations, uh, pornography. It's like almost as though you are so helpless. You are dealing with a spirit. Attitudes, attitudes, mood swings. High today, and then suddenly you are low. It is like you are also, even, even when you live with the person will be wondering, what, what have I done? Is that what was the problem? It's almost like madness. But it's a spirit. Because madness is a spirit. <laughs> Just wonder what, what is it? When we're going to bed, we're happy. By the time we woke up in the morning, we are not happy again. We are not happy. It's like we are not happy. And it's like we are not supposed to be happy. So, that's when you see that it's a spirit. So, we're going to talk today briefly. I have only three points. The spirit of power. Yes. When you pray for the Holy Spirit, you're praying for the spirit of power. Spirit of power. How many of you are going to pray for the Holy Spirit? I think you should. I actually think that you should. Don't just say that you will. I think you should actually do it. I think you should. You should pray for the spirit of power. Yeah. Pray for it. Sometimes, sometimes you, if you have to mention the things that I'm praying for, I want the spirit of power. With the spirit of power. To displace, to displace the spirit of fear. Because a lot of you will do far more and far better the more you displace the spirit of fear from your life. You do far better. Be far more fruitful, far more effective if you have more of the Holy Spirit. More of the Holy Spirit. If you start, you see, when you stop explaining this person did this and this, you know, all those explainable reasons shows that you don't have the right spirit. You have, you have reasons you can articulate. Then you have, you have a spirit. Because most of the reasons and most of the obstacles won't disappear. They won't go. They'll still be there. But when you can still serve God despite the reasons then now the Holy Spirit is at work in you. Are, are you. are you actually hoping that the whole world will change and convert to your standards and your favor and what is convenient for you before you can serve God? Then you are, then you are a joker. The world is not going to change. The world is not planning to change. The world is actually getting worse. You think everybody is going to change to suit you? Who are you? What's your name? What's your name? 
They want everything to change to suit you, to be convenient to you before now. Yes, I'm going to say, no, 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 you're suffering from a bad negative spirit. That's what, that's what, that's what's giving you those moods and those, a bad spirit. I bind that spirit in Jesus' name. When is everything going to become perfect? Before you say, now, yes, now is the time. It will never be perfect. And watch and see, you are being left behind. Have you read the book Left Behind? Or watched the movie? Which one do you like, movie or reading? Don't answer, because he'll say something about you. <laughs> Don't answer three. So the spirit of power, okay? Number one, the spirit of power is the ability God gives you beyond your natural, logical, reasonable strength and connections. <laughs> Shall I say it again? Yes, please. The spirit of power is the ability God gives you beyond natural, beyond your natural, logical, reasonable strength and connections. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20. May you see the spirit of power at work in you. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. When the spirit of power takes over your life. Things are, things work beyond your expectation and beyond your ability. That's why your C grade turns into an A grade. Because the spirit of power is at work. That's why when you think you are going down, you see yourself going up. He said, beyond anything we ask or think. How many of you have asked for some things? Some of you have thought of some things like wishful thinking, wishful thinking, wishful thinking. Yes, but when, when you have the Holy Spirit, you have the spirit of power. He is able to do exceeding abundantly above everything, everything, anything at all you've ever asked for or even thought about. The spirit of power enables you to do far better, far, I mean far better than anything that you can you can do physically or naturally far better may the results of your life be far better Amen. when you put in a little effort may the results be great Amen. but you, see, you have to be praying you have to be praying you have to be praying you're always asking people what's their secret when they say prayer you don't believe it so that you don't even like it you don't even like it when they say prayer One brother said, he said, look, maybe I should be castrated. Do you understand castrate? Mm. He said, maybe I should be castrated. I've tried, I've done everything. He said, look, now it's like I can't anymore. Maybe they should take this, they should take this thing away. No, he should pray. 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 
pray, then when you are thinking that maybe I should be castrated, God will say, no, you don't need castration. I will take over by the spirit of power. These desires and lusts and negative cravings will disappear from your life. Pray for, pray for the spirit of power. You don't need castration. What if you are castrated and the thing doesn't go? It's not a reversible surgery. What are they discussing? Pray for the spirit of power. You have exams and these kind of things. Pray for the spirit of power. You learn, study. You see, you studied up to a point. God takes over from there. God takes over from there. Above all that you can ask or think. Some of you basenta leaders, you've been struggling with your people. Try this prayer. Try this prayer. Your members will be telling that, look, we are in church. Where are you? <laughs> yes. They'll tell you, we have, we have arrived. Where are you? They'll tell you, I can't see you. I'm here. Where are you? Yes. 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 Yeah. Your members are making you come to church late. You can't remember the last time you experienced praise and worship. Because you have, you have these people who are just, they are just themselves. Yes, they are just themselves. No spirit. No Holy Spirit. Pray. Pray and see. You see, you see by, by 7 o'clock, your member is calling that, can we go to church? He said, no, church starts at 1.30. By the way, church starts at 1.30, not 2.30. Yeah. So, stop that behavior, okay? Tell your neighbor that stop the lateness. And pray. Stop the lateness and pray, isn't it? Yes. And pray. Yes. And pray. (laughs) And tell the person next week I'll get to church before you. So, oh, listen. What, what are you saying? It was just a short statement you had to make. Why has it become long? Are you arguing? Don't argue. Yes. Set your time so that you can move faster. Yes. And pray. Pray for your people that you are coming to church with so they don't bring you to church after church. Yes. We've been singing, worshiping God. You've missed all that. All. 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 Even when the word is coming, you are like some hard ground that the word, the word is being through. You're like some tiles. Because praises plow the ground. Yes. Praises turn over the soil. So it makes planting easier. That's why you just came to church. You are the first person to say that you want to go home. Because there's no worship. There's no rain on your heart. The rain of the spirit hasn't fallen on your heart. You need the rain. The rain of praises. The rain of worship. You need your hardened heart. 
hiding hard. You've been writing essays all week. All week, writing essays. Meeting deadlines. Yeah, there's, nothing, there's nothing spiritual about you. So you need to, just Sunday, Sunday that you've given to God, come early. Worship God. Praise him. Be refreshed. And let the hardened heart be turned over. Let it be turned. Have you seen a gardener turning his soil? Yes, turn over. Then the seed of the word, when it comes, it falls in right places. And you are the one who will benefit. So come early. From next week, come early and be part of praise and worship. How many of you are going to try that? You're going to try. Yes, especially those on the last row. Last row means a sign of lateness. That's all last row means. Yes. Uh-huh. No, God is going to surprise you by doing great things for you. Great things. Far, way beyond your expectation. Way beyond your expectation. How many of you want God to do things way beyond your expectation? Pray for the spirit of power. Pray for the spirit of power. According, it will be done according to the power that worketh in us. Number two. You're always wondering, how does someone do it? This is how people do it. It's the Holy Spirit. Everything is the Holy Spirit. Everything is the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. The next one, the Holy, the Spirit of power. May you have the Spirit of power. Amen. Already feel like you want to pray for the Spirit of power. You feel like I should stop talking so you pray, isn't it? Yeah, it's like this talk, 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 talk. It's enough. We want to pray. If we are really going to get things that are going to, that are going to be, it's going to exceed, exceed abundantly anything that we ask or think, hmm, you will have it. Amen. You will have it practically. Amen. If I were to, I also feel like I want to pray. I want to start praying now. It's like this man, he's, he's talking too much. Yes. Don't you want to pray? You'll be surprised that you become you will become a prophet. Amen. Yes. You'll be surprised that you you become an apostle. Amen. You'll be surprised that you you become a pastor. You say, hey, me, I'm a pastor. Far above. Far above. You just you just wanted to stop fornicating. You just wanted to stop playing with yourself, isn't it? Yes, if you play with yourself secretly, you say, oh God, how can I stop playing with myself? How can I stop this thing when I feel like touching myself? Not even somebody touching you, you touching yourself. You see, the when it's described, you see that, ah, what, what is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? Is that, is that how desperate are you? It's like eating conflicts and, and salt. It's like, how, it's like, how broke are you? So it's almost like, so you won't even get anybody to touch you. I mean, you have to touch yourself. Oh. Satan is wicked. Satan, I curse you in Jesus' name. So the thing is so bad that it's become DIY. I mean, DIY has advanced into that realm. If I'll do it myself. <laughs> I'll do it myself for myself. 
by myself and with myself. Satan, I curse you again in Jesus' name. I declare the people of God free. Sitting in your house and then you say, look. (laughs) It's like I don't have sugar, so I'll use um, salt. You don't have milk, so you use water. Oh! Warm water, warm water, yes. You see, one day, we were sitting in the restaurant somewhere in Europe. At the airport, we were all catching flights. We had different, different flights that we were catching. You also catch a flight. <laughs> and there was this sister that was with us. Her flight was earlier. So as we were eating, then she ordered... Um, <laughs> What did she order? I think it was cappuccino or hot chocolate. I can't remember what she had. And I was looking at the time. I said, look, your flight is almost... Why didn't you finish your, your drink so you can go? Then she said, that you chat with us. Look, your drink. Maybe you should leave it and go. He said, oh, no, she has to drink it. And she kept... You know, I said, look, your flight. She was sweeping. At a point, she just tried to gulp it and then she ran off and went. Then later, she said to us that, didn't we notice that instead of putting sugar in her tea, she put salt? So I said, then say it and leave it. She said she couldn't say it. Because we were all chatting, all having a drink. She couldn't say it. She also felt that she had to drink hers. So she had cappuccino with salt. She drank all. And I'm sure the salt has settled at the bottom. So, as it was finished, it was, yes. <laughs> salt. When she said, and I remembered how she took the thing and she was pouring it in. She thought it was sugar. She really salted the thing. God will save you. Number two. Did I give you number two? Not yet. Okay. The spirit of power makes you willing. You will be willing. Psalm 1110. When you see someone willing to serve God. Willing to work for God. Willing to come to church. It's the Holy Spirit. You see. We don't mind following you up. We don't mind at all. It's not difficult for us. It's never been difficult. We'll follow you up until 31st December. (laughs) We don't mind even driving you to church, picking you up. No, it's not a problem. But what I'm saying to you is that there's another level you can switch to. Yes. Where now, you will be picking others up. Look at it. The Lord said unto my Lord, 
sit down at my right hand until I make thine enemies thy footstool. The Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. Thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power. Thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power. When the power of God kicks in, there's willingness. Yes. People, people begin to want to do what they, they had not been willing to do. You see them doing it willingly. Willingly because of the power of God. That's what I was saying to you. that It's not difficult for me to preach. I want to preach. I would like to preach. I have options of places to preach. This morning I have options. I have options. Yeah. If you don't see me here, I'm not asleep. Or even on holiday. Because I'm willing. I'm willing to serve God. I want to work for God. I want to do more for God. It's not, it's not enough for me. I want to do more. I want more opportunities to do things for God. I want more. It, it's a, for me, it's a sign that I must have a certain amount of the Holy Spirit in me. When I don't feel, it's not like I'm tired or I'm being forced. You see, a willing person is not forced. We don't force you. We don't rebuke you. We don't keep talking. We don't have to keep talking about the same thing. No, no, no. A willing person is there and very excited, very happy. He's happy to do what he's doing. He's happy. He enjoys what he does. That's a willing person. He enjoys it. He likes it. You even have to control him. When I'm talking to people, I'm always looking at their faces. If you ever enter into a meeting with me, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one of the secrets. One of the things. When you enter into a meeting with me, and I keep mentioning your name, it, me, it actually means adjust your face. Yeah. I keep mentioning your name. Like I said, when they meet, and I talk, talk, and I say, Tanya, what do you think? It's not, it's not because she's beautiful. I mean, beautiful she is, but that is not the reason in the meeting. Because it's not a beauty contest. So you see me talking, talking to us. Tanya, are you here? Then I talk, 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 and I say, Tanya, are you there? Then I talk to her and I say, Tanya, are you okay? This, it, mean, it means that it means that I feel, I'm having a feeling that you don't like to be there. You don't want to be where we are. Next time you're in a meeting with me, watch the names that I've mentioned. Pray that it wouldn't be your name. So that you see, I, I'll even leave what I'm talking about. And almost as though I start a discussion with you. So it's like, how are you? How is this? Are you well? Have you eaten? Are you feeling dizzy? How's your mother? How's your father? How's your grandfather? How's your grandmother? How's your hometown? How's your village? How's your tribal man? Because your countenance or your demeanor is giving a message. 
And there is nothing better than working with people who are willing. Not people who feel they are doing you a favor. People who are willing to follow instructions, to do things, to carry things through. They are the best. They are the best people you can ever have. They are the best people you can ever have. Willing people. May God find you willing. May God not be wondering this person. You see, knock that thing out of your head. Knock it out of this side of the head. Let it come out of this side. When you think you are doing God a favor or you are so special. Knock it out of your head. Knock it out. (laughs) And flow with God willingly. 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 I don't know whether you are married or not. But a willing wife is different from even an available wife. Yeah. The wives who are available, they are not willing. You know what I'm talking about. Do you understand willing and available? Available for what? Yeah, that one. They're different. When you marry, when you marry, remember today. That I said, a willing one is different from an available one. You have to be available and willing. Receive it. it. Add willingness. That is a smile. Attitude. Welcoming flow. Not Not do what you want to do and go. Not be asking, not be asking in the in the middle of the lecture. Have you finished? You see, one day, a certain brother who had fallen into a situation. You see, he gave an explanation. And I'm not saying that it justifies his things. Is it even when you love God more? Okay, let me not let me not let me just tell you the story. You see, his explanation for what he has done is that he said, My wife is never willing. He said, I have to negotiate, talk, 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 talk. And then she just lays there and say, okay, do it. And you see, he said, it's hard. He said, it's hard. It's a hard thing to do. To be with this face. A smiling naked body is different from a blank, plain, angry-faced, and washed teeth naked body. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Are you receiving instruction? Yes. You may not need it tomorrow, but you need it. Put it in your back pocket. Yes. When you get there, remember that you were told that have a good attitude. Have a flowy attitude. Because it can, you see, it can drive, some people, it can drive, it can drive them into the arms of a witch. 
never, your husband is never driven into the hands of a witch. But if he is driven there, don't say that he can't control himself. Ask yourself, what, what type of offering were you giving to him? Remember, remember I told you, a smiling nakedness. It's different. It's totally different from a face that is just there. It's different. No, you will discover, you will discover one day when you get married that your naked body is not even exciting to your husband. You will discover that he will be watching us now, us now, Arsenal and who? And Bournemouth. And you'll be passing by with your naked body and he'll say, can you pass quickly? Can you move? Yes. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised that you'll be there and you'll be wondering, doesn't he want me today? But he'll be with his Thompson chain, checking Greek words. And he'll be wondering, ah, but this, this guy that before we married, he couldn't control himself. How come? He's so much into his Thompson chain today. Yes. (laughs) If he's into his Thompson chain, thank God. That brother didn't go to Thompson chain. He went to a willing person. When you see him into Thompson Chain or into visitation, not even visitation, visitation, you don't know what happens on the visits. He's into prayer. Thompson Chain. Dicks. Makane. Makane. You want him to be in Makane. I, I don't want to rebuke you, people. I don't want to rebuke you. I almost rebuked you, but there are children here. I feel like going back there, but it's okay. Say, Bishop, stay here. Uh-huh, okay. But if I go back there, fire will start in the church just now. Well, I didn't like something I just saw. I wish it was a Tuesday night. Let me stay here. Be willing, okay. <laughs> Be willing. Be willing. Be willing. Are you going to be willing? Yeah. yeah. Willingness is different from an unwilling person. Exodus 35, verse 20. And all the congregation of the children of Israel departed from the presence of Moses. And they came, everyone whose heart stirred him up, and everyone whom his spirit made willing. And they brought the Lord's offerings to the work of the tabernacle of the congregation, and for all his service, and for the holy garments. The spirit made the people willing. And even willing to the point of even giving of offerings. Yes, giving. 
making sacrifices. When you have, you see, when you have that power, when the power of the Spirit is on you, the willingness shows in your service to God and it shows in the sacrifices and the offerings that you even give. The scripture says in the book of Corinthians, when there is first a willing heart. What's happening to you guys today? What experiment are you doing? That you are using my service to do experiments. Okay. I'll read it to you. Who has found it? Second Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 12. It says that for if there be first a willing mind, it is accepted according to that a man hath and not according to that he hath not. If there be first a willing mind, a willing mind. If there be first a willing mind, willingness, willingness, it spills, it spills into things that you even have to give and things you have to do. Which is someone who doesn't want to give. It's not because he doesn't have. It's because he doesn't want to give. Or he doesn't want to do it. What is he telling you? You know, I don't have time. I don't do this. Everybody, everybody has time for what they want to do. Everybody has time for what they want to do. But when they are not willing, then they start making excuses and telling stories. Next passage. Isaiah chapter 1. Verse 18. Come now. And let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. And though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. It is willing and obedient. Not just obedient again. Willing and obedient people that eat the good of the land. It's willing and obedient people that gets blessed. There are people who are obedient, but they're not willing. Yeah. Yeah. They will do it, but with a face. When you see their face as they are doing it, you, you, you even say, it's okay. No, thank you. It's okay. It's okay. Let me find somebody else. Those I keep telling you that the smile, the face, the face with what you are given, the face, the face, the face. Even if you are serving food at home, your face. Yes. Your face, you see, your face can take away the appetite of the person you are serving. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'll just say, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. Let me make myself a cup of tea and go to bed. It's okay. Because you are doing it, but you are not willing. You don't want to. It's like it's a bother. There's no normal person who would like to bother anybody. Let's all be happy. Let's all be happy. Eat your food. Drink your tea. Let's sleep. You're quiet. Are you receiving a marriage counseling? And to sisters. Sisters, you're the ones I'm talking to. Before you marry, you look so pleasant. You look so nice. You look so sweet. Then when you cross, then when you get the thing on your finger. 
my, my brother, my finger is on it. Pressing even means that it goes off and it counts. It's on. It's on. It's on. It's on. Yes. It's on. It's on. You see, one day, I was with Bishop in one of these countries. Then after church meetings, people want to see him and this. Then comes in this. I remember her, some smallish lady. When she came in to see him, she says that, I want you to pray for me. So Bishop asks, what should I pray for you for? Then she says that, so I'll get a husband. Oh, I thought you say, oh. oh. Yes. So Bishop asked her, when you get a husband, why do you want a husband? What would you do? I was sitting there looking at her. <laughs> Not that I have a bad mind about things, but I've seen people. I've seen people. Then she said, so that I will help him. Look, I wanted to shout. K-A-I. Do you know K-A-I? Kai! <laughs> I wanted to shout. Because I was looking at her, I was saying that you, I can imagine you with someone's son. How you will treat him. The faces you will make. The attitude you will show in the house. I will stay out. Look, I was thinking, I said to myself, maybe God is saving someone's son from this woman. That's the way she is. Coming for prayer. Pray for me. So that I will help him. You will help who? <laughs> I said, that's what they're wise. They know I know them. Know them. Their behavior. Their attitude. When they get it. They get it. Some of the guys are in their own home like homeless people, homeless. In their own house, they are like homeless. Sisters, are you changing? Sometimes, don't say anything. Look carefully at your mother in the house. And see if what I'm telling you is not happening in your house. Just look carefully. Don't say anything. Don't say anything. Don't comment. Don't judge. Don't rebuke her. You don't have the right to rebuke. Just look. Just look. Just look and see. Look at your father. How he says if he's there. If he's how he's a scavenger. Or even ask yourself why did he run away? Can I have some? Doing it, but not willing to do it. Serving God, but you don't want to serve God. You see how, you see how easy you, 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 drop, you drop your roles in the house of God? And these people who are doing something, they are main people, main in the front line. They don't value it. Slight wind or slight issue, just drop it. Just drop it. They drop it and they walk away. Sometimes you see them like idiots. 
sitting on the fence watching as though, as though, as though Christ is really missing them. They look, they look like clowns on the fence. Clowns. Clowns. They look like clowns. Like objects of fun. And objects of entertainment. And objects, objects that are becoming bywords and proverbs that you can use with it because they feel so good. Yes, it's like, let's watch. Let's watch whether God's work will go on. Phew. How many years do you even have to live? It's been 2,000 years since Christ left. How long do you have to live that you feel, you feel so important that you're still on the side? They'll call me soon. You see, you were doing it, but you're not willing. That's how you become an object, an object of entertainment and fun, a proverb, a byword. Interesting to watch you. As you are looking, as you are looking at God advance and God move on and thinking that by now God is missing me. The church will miss me. The church will really feel my absence. No. No. I'm sorry to say you are, you are nice, but you're not that special. Yeah. Everything, you see, things even work better without you. I don't think, I don't know whether you've noticed. It even becomes better. When you drop it and feel I'm so special. You know, someone was sharing with us recently. He said, he said something very, very, very deep and significant. He said, when you are serving God, always remember the word privilege, not sacrifice. Always think privilege. Never think sacrifice. Never. Never. Always think privilege. It's a privilege. Always tell yourself it's a privilege. It's a privilege. Find for me the meaning of privilege. Privilege. He said, always think. He never think sacrifice. Never think sacrifice. Think privilege. So that you'll be willing and obedient. Not just obedient, but willing. Wow. Have you found some words on privilege? Shoot, shoot, quickly. Advantage. Uh, Keep going. A chance. Mm -hmm. An opportunity. Opportunity. A chance. It's a privilege to lead praise and worship. It's a privilege. It's a privilege. Drop the mic today and see. We'll not lose sleep over it. Oh, at all. At all. I mean, you you are special. You are nice. We like you. But I'm telling you, think privilege. Yeah, think privilege. Every time in your private moments, say thank you to God. Say, God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you that I got a chance. Thank you that you gave me the chance. Always. Always. So when you stand there and you're doing, you look beautiful. You look attractive. Because you are not just obedient, but it's like you really want to. You want it. You want to do it. It's a special right. It's a special right. Keep going. Favor. Favor. Say no more. Favor. <laughs> Say no more. Say no more. Don't think you deserve it. Yeah. Not the chance to sing for God. 
Just sing in the choir. Sing here with smiles. Always when you stand there, be smiling. It's like, man. You know some, some of the people that were doing things yesterday in the service, they've not, they've not stopped sending me messages to say thank you. Say thank you, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for this. This was saying thank you for this. You see, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m., texting. Thank you for this. Thank you for that. Thank you for the chance. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for this. I mean, they feel they feel so privileged. Someone also feels tired. <laughs> it's like I'm sacri- I'm really sacrificed. I've done a lot. I'm so tired. No. <laughs> You have two things already, isn't it? Yeah. Are you going to be willing and obedient? And then the third point for today, then we close, is that the spirit of power enables you to do the work of God and to preach. I mean, if you're going to be willing to serve God, but it's going to take the Holy Spirit before you can be willing. If you have it, you'll be willing. If you're not willing now, according to the verses, it means you don't have the spirit of power. Micah chapter 3 and verse 8. Something, your verse. Yes. You should have memorized this verse by now, Something. But truly, I am full of power by the spirit of the Lord and of judgment and of might to do what? To declare unto Jacob his transgressions and to Israel his sin. As soon as you are full of the power of the Spirit, you start working for God and organizing things for the work of the ministry. You don't close your eyes to things. You remember Jesus? He entered the temple, he took his belt and whipped the people out. And you were wondering, what was, his disciples were wondering, what, what are you doing? He said to them, He said to them, um, the zeal of the house of the Lord has consumed me. The zeal. The zeal of the house of God has consumed me. That is what he said. He said, my, my father's house is a house of prayer. Not a place for business. Not a place for other things. But he said, it takes the power of the spirit. The power of the spirit to be able to put right what, how people are supposed to be in the church. How people, how servants of God are supposed to behave. How believers are supposed to behave and carry themselves. You need the spirit of God. Otherwise, you can't do it. Otherwise, when you don't have the spirit of God, that's when you start gossiping. It turns into gossip. You talk, 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 no action. Talk, 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 no action. And you talk away from the people you should be talking to. You say nothing to their hearing. That's gossiping. But when you have the spirit of you will declare to the house of Jacob and you declare to Israel their transgressions and their mistakes. Jesus, he just, he just entered the church. The church, he just took off his belt. He took off his belt. Belt off. And he started whipping them. I wonder how, how he must be very strong. Yeah. Turning tables. Turning tables. I wish there were some tables here I could turn. Turning tables. Throwing chairs. I can imagine walking over chairs. Throwing things. Whipping them. And he says, I'm sure they were surprised. So afterwards, he explained to them that there's a verse that says that the zeal of the house of God has consumed me. 
if the zeal of the house of God consumes you. You see, you enter into people's homes on Sunday and say, hey, you're going to church. You are going, you are going to church. Come on, put your clothes on. Put your clothes on, you're going to church. You enter into places. Something you will tell people you are out of order. You don't need bishopric approvement. Hey, am I God? Don't you know the Bible for yourself? You should know the Bible. You say, hey, you. I remember when I was in second year, I had a neighbor who got a visitor of the opposite sex. And he came to my room to introduce this visitor to me as his cousin. Do you understand cousin? Your mother's sister's daughter. Uh Uh-huh. So I also said, hello, welcome. Hello, welcome. We are here. We are hustling here. (laughs) It's not easy for us. We are here. Then we went to bed. I think they couldn't wait for us to sleep. It was very early evening. I remember I remember I was lying on my bed chatting with someone there. I mean, I was not asleep. Then the wall. I started hearing the bed in the next room was hitting the wall. It started with that. 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 They that they started you could say that. Tada. Tada. <laughs> The person I was talking, I, I, I looked at him. His name was James. I said, I said, no, not the, not the person next door. The person, the person in the room was James. So I said, well, what were you thinking? Hi, James. No, 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 no. So I said, I said, I remember I mean, James, I used to call him Jamis. So I said, I said, Charlie, Jamis, what were they here? What that? Then he said, Oh, mighty by you too. I said, No, 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 no. Jamis, what that? What did they do for there? Uh, what they happen? What they happen for there? So I remember I stood, I took my feet against the wall. I started banging and shouting, What is going on? What are you doing? Hey! <laughs> Because she's your cousin. The zeal of the house of the Lord has consumed me. (laughs) I said, why? What? Suddenly the room went quiet. Dead. I mean, dead. I don't know how they finished, but dead quiet. I shouted, screamed, banged on the wall. <sighs> Quiet. By the time I woke up in the morning, the cousin has disappeared. <laughs> he didn't talk to me for about a month. When he sees me, he doesn't look, he just makes his face straight like, you know. He's like, the what? So what? So what? If you say you be who? What? 
I said, oh, brother, look, you can't, you can't, you can't bring this in on this floor. You can't bring it here. You can't bring it here. We have sanctified it. We have taken spiritual authority over the floor. If you want to do these things, go somewhere else. That on this floor, my room was the first room. Say, you can't. This floor, we've, take, we've dedicated it to the Lord. When your cousins come, let them cook for you and go home quietly. <laughs> Samson, do you understand the verse? Yes. You need the spirit and the power to stand up for Jesus. Next time, stand up for Jesus and be counted. Stand up for him. Stand up for him. Let your loyalty be to Christ and to God. Loyalty will cost you relationships. Yeah. That guy, he didn't, talk, he didn't talk to me for about a month. I didn't care. Did I care? I don't care. Oof. I don't care. At least I've got a window for you. About 30 years after, I can tell you that this is what happened. I'm trying to sleep. Your bed is disturbing us. Small, single beds that we have in our room. Jamis, yes, Jamis. Yes, Jamis. Jamis was my friend. Yes, he was there. I said, Jamis, what that? Tell him what they happened for there. Ah, why? And the noise was going. To, see that it's getting faster. I said, no. No. You see, my friend never said what was happening. He kept looking at me saying that, ah, but me, why? What? It's like, it's like, don't I know? So it took me a little while before I figured out what I was hearing. I think initially I thought maybe it was, maybe they were dancing or something. I mean, some happiness in the room. Because he was looking at me like, it's like, ah, is that what, what planet am I from? Is this a question to ask? He was looking at me like, like, ah. So I said, ah, is that it? Is that what is going on? You mean, I could see in his eyes. You, you should know. I said, no. It's not going to happen. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. It's not going to happen. Not on this floor. Not on the floor. Use another floor. Go and look for another room. Not here. Seal. Spirit of power. To declare the work of God. You have tens of people following you to church. If you have the spirit of power. If you have the spirit of power, they'll follow you. You'll tell them, come, and they'll come. Amen. You'll tell them, let's go, and they'll say, we are, we are coming. We are coming. We are com-. It's power. It's the power of God. It's the power of God. You, see, you, see, you will see the power of God for miracles, for different things. You also see the power of God in gathering members into church and gathering people into church. It's also the power of God. Yeah. Don't underestimate. It's the power of God. Pray for the power of God. If you're a shepherd, you're a leader, pray for the power of God. Pray for the power of God. The power of God is not just for miracles. It's also for leading people, gathering people into a house of God. It's a work of angels. Angels gather. Angels gather. Angels sweep, they sweep people together. Angels. Pray for angels to gather. Pray for God to send you angels. Because when you're an angel is with you, it's like a supernatural force. And a supernatural power. You always see people that God, when God is with them, say, God is with this person. There's a supernatural force at work in this person's life. There's a power at work. May there be a power at work in your life to declare unto Jacob his transgression 
and to Israel his sin. Samson, it's your memory verse. Samson chapter 3 verse 8. Be filled with the power of God. Stand to your feet and let's pray. Thank you for your nice clapping. Now I want you to pray fervently for the Holy Spirit. How many of you feel like praying? If you don't feel like praying, you can't pray. You have to, you must want to pray. How many can see that you need the Holy Spirit to last, to last, to last? Some of you who haven't, who haven't progressed as fast and as well as you can, God is giving you a solution that you need the Holy Spirit. It's not by might. It's not by might. It's not by power. It's by the Spirit. You see me preaching? I've been preaching. I've been preaching. In London alone, I've been preaching for 25 years. You just, you were just born. I've been preaching for 25 years here. You ask yourself, what, what has kept me? You're under two years, you can't survive. You've already, you know, feel that the moon and the stars are against you. So you can't preach anymore. We see moon, stars, thunderstorms, hurricane. When you ask yourself, what, what is keeping you? Why are you there? I'm showing you, it is the Holy Spirit. It is not by might. It is not by might. I am not a special person. I am not a special. You've been in the church for a while. I have no talent. I have no talent. I have no gift. There's nothing special about me. The only thing I have is the spirit of God. You have talents and gifts. I have no talent. What talent do I have? I just walk in front of you every afternoon and talk like a normal human being. Like an African who has just come. Yes. I just talk like you. Talk. I'm just talking. Just talk and talk. So you understand what I'm saying, isn't it? So um, I just talk and go, talk and go. The next week you come, then you keep coming. Ask, what is it? It's the power of the Spirit. It's the power of the Spirit. It's the power of the Spirit. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's the power of the Spirit. Power of the Holy Spirit. That is exactly what you need. You also last for 25 years. You will last for 50 years. You will be hot for 70 years. You will be serving God. Serving God alive, hot for him. Nothing nothing will blow you away. Every good reason that you have to backslide, it has been canceled today. Close your eyes so that you can pray well and pray for the Holy Spirit. Begin to pray now.
Thank you, Jesus. And for two minutes, I want us to pray for someone that you know is backsliding or losing the faith or falling out of the faith. I want to pray. It's one of the things that the spirit of power will make you do. Is that you will willingly intercede for people. I want to pray for someone. Pray. Somebody you know, not just anybody, someone you know, mention the person by name and pray for the person. Pray just for two minutes. Lift up your voice and begin to pray one more time. Help, oh God. Let there be help, Lord. Let there be help, oh God. Help, 
Intervene, O oh God. Intervene, O oh God. Deliver, O oh God. Deliver from evil, Lord. Deliver from backsliding, Lord. Deliver from backsliding, Lord. Deliver from damnation, Lord. Deliver from hell, O oh God. Help, 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 Lord. Help, Lord. By your spirit, Lord. By your spirit, Lord. By your spirit, Lord. Help, O oh God. Ay, 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 ay,
intervention they shall be saved believe it and say thank you to God say thank you to God for their salvation for their deliverance it's a work of the Holy Spirit thank God thank God thank him in faith believing that it is done because it is done because it is done thank God thank God for that name thank God for that soul thank God for that person thank God for that loved one thank God for that friend Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Just say thank you. Just say thank you, Lord. That it is done. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your greatness. For your greatness. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Lord, we thank you for salvation. We thank you for deliverance. We thank you for restoration of the joy of the salvation of our friends and our loved ones. We've just cried out for, Lord. Let them be saved. Let them be established in you, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. It is done. Now, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed, I want to say a special prayer for you if you are here. Today is your first time. Someone invited you to church. Or you've been going to church, you've been coming to church. But today you realize that you don't have a relationship with God. You're not sure whether it will be heaven or hell for you. On the day of judgment. Or the day that you drop dead. And today you want to say that, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to surrender my life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. While every eye is closed, every head is bowed. If you are here like that, you'll say, Pastor, pray with me. I want my sins to be forgiven. I want to be a child of God. I want to be saved. I want to be born again. If you are here like that, just lift up your right hand wherever you are 
and I'll pray with you very quickly. Just your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. I can see your hand. You also want to join. I can see your hands. I can see your hands. You also want to join. You want to say, Pastor, yes, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. God bless you. I can see your hand. God bless you. I can see your hand. God bless you. I can see your hand. God bless you. I want to, I want to give my life to Jesus. Today is my day. Today is my day. I want the love of God. I want the salvation of God. I want to turn it all over to God to live as a child of God. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. I want a real relationship with God. I want to be a real Christian. A real Christian. A real genuine walk with God. Keep your hands up. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. I can see your hands all over the place. You also want to join in. You're not alone. You want to make that decision today. Don't say tomorrow. Don't say another time. You may not have tomorrow. You may not have another chance. Today, you want to say, yes, Lord. Yes to God. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. If you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want you to come to me right here in the front. Come out of your seats and come to me. Yes, come. You lifted up your hand. Wherever you are, come. Come. from wherever you are. Even if you didn't lift up your hands, but you want to give your life to Jesus today. Come. I'm waiting for you. Come. Come out of your seats. You lifted up your hand. Come. Or you didn't lift up your hand, but you want to make the decision today. Come. I'm waiting. In a far off holy land. Close your eyes with me, everybody. Let's say this prayer together. Those of you in front, especially, say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Say, I am a sinner. Please forgive me of my sins. Say, I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus is alive. I believe Jesus died for my sins. And he rose up on the third day. Say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please be the Lord of my life. Now say, Heavenly Father, please wash me with the blood of Jesus please write my name in the book of life say from today I will no longer serve Satan I'll serve you Lord say I belong to Jesus I am born again I am saved I am bought by the blood of Jesus now say thank you Father for accepting me for accepting me and making me a child of yours in Jesus name Father pray for all these ones let them be established in your house let them serve you let them be fruitful in your house in Jesus name Amen God bless you receive our gifts very quickly I'm not thinking about the sights. 
God bless you. You may go back to your seats. God bless you. Jesus, 
I pronounce confusion into every gathering, every gathering of spirits, of persons arranged against your life and against our lives and against our loved ones. I speak confusion into that gathering in the name of Jesus. Father, by the eating of the Lord's body and by drinking of his blood, I declare supernatural security, supernatural protection, divine coverings, angelic presence, angelic escorts, angelic interventions in our journeys, in our lives, in our activities, Lord. Please be with us. Let your presence be with us. I forbid death. I forbid evil. And I forbid every work of darkness. In Jesus' name, I bless every cup and I bless every bread. And I declare, this is the body of Christ. And this is the blood of Jesus. The body of Christ. Eat it. The blood of Jesus. The precious blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Father, thank you that by the eating of the Lord's body and the drinking of his blood, we are safe. We are healed. We are strengthened. And we are encouraged. Thank you for the seed of Christ that dwells in us, that shall grow in us, that shall make us stronger and stronger. I declare over your life that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. No agenda of the enemy against your life shall be successful. I declare failure into the camp of your enemies. Every enemy that you have has failed. In Jesus' name, your enemies shall be disappointed. In Jesus' name, shout a big amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. I feel the power of God at work in your life. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love Church London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and on Instagram. Have a blessed week.